In today's episode, we are talking about the seven laws of the universe to help you become more abundant. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm so excited. I'm talking to you about one of my favorite topics, which is the laws of the universe. So I'm going to be talking to you about seven laws. And to prevent this episode from being extra long, I'm going to go through each one of them quite rapidly. This this is going to be a short summary of each. And then at a later date, I will do a dedicated podcast for each of these seven laws. But today I thought, let me give you a quick summary of each of these seven laws. There are more, but these seven are picked because they are quite important. And the they, the the important ones are the ones which are for, in terms of your wealth. So these will help you to become wealthy very, very rapidly if you understand them and apply them accordingly. Okay, so let's begin. The very first one is the law of perpetual transmutation. Now, This means that energy moves into physical form all the time. It's always going from the spiritual into the not into the physical form. And the the way this happens and the way the people need to, this is where, you know, visualization comes in. The way this operates is the images you hold in your mind eventually become physical form. So let me explain So this hand cream that I have at the moment, right? At one point in time, that was an image in someone's, well, someone's idea in someone's mind. And then the idea took form and it became an image that they had. And then that image went onto paper. And then from there, the ideas went forward and that ended up being, you know, the hand cream. Um, So this is where um, in your life, the images you hold the most in your mind will eventually become a reality for you because those thoughts, those ideas will take form. It's always the dominant ones. Now, you cannot think of something for a split second and say, oh, well, has, why hasn't it manifested? Oh, you know, and this works in your favor as well as against you, right? So if you, for example, have, keep, you know, imagine yourself dying uh, and it's just, it's just a, a part of thought that crossed your mind it, um, and not necessarily your thought. It may be something you're picking up from, you know, someone else around you. That, that's another conversation another time, but you do pick up, pick up other people's thoughts as well. But imagine a thought went through your head where you saw yourself dying. That if you, if, if the law was worked instantaneously, that image of yours would instantly mean you know, you dying on the floor, right? So that's not how it works. The way to understand this law is it's the continuous thought, the continuous idea, the continuous image that's planted in your mind that you repeat to yourself either consciously or unconsciously again and again and again and again, which takes 
physical form. It has no, it has no other option. It has to do so. So the images you hold in your mind will eventually become, you know, will take on material form at some point in time. And the stronger that you have, you know, the, the more you visualize, the stronger emotions you are so attached to it, the faster it will happen. As simple as that. Okay. That's number one, the law of perpetual transmutation. The second law we're going to talk about is the law of relativity. Now, what do I mean by that? This is where, you know, um, in terms of the universe, nothing's big or small. Everything is, it is, right? So nothing's good, nothing's bad, nothing's big, nothing's small. It just is. It just is. So this is what we talk about for the universe, giving you one pound or giving you a million pounds or giving you a billion pounds exactly the same. It doesn't really matter to the universe whether the you know the spiritual form takes form into a pound or a billion pounds or a you know trillion pounds. It's neither here nor there. It's going to happen all the time. So when you are you know when you look at your life and you think, oh my life's over, you know everything's gone, to, everything gone to pot. You know this is where you start looking apart up to life from those you know from the victim mentality and you spiral downwards. All of these laws will help you to build abundance because this is where you need to take a stand. Whatever your life is, it is, okay? Whatever's happened in your life, your partner leaving, your wife leaving, your, your husband leaving, you're losing the job, you're losing the business, you're losing the house, you were betrayed. I mean, that's just is. And I can tell you from personal experience, you can either sit there and become a victim of all these situations or you think okay that's that's la vie so it's just life so it is this is the status quo this is where life is okay how do i move away from it how do i improve it how do i focus on what it is that i want rather than what i don't want far too many people get stuck and like oh my god this is awful i can't believe this happened how could they do this to me and you go you wallow in self-pity and you spiral downwards the point behind this law is if you take everything in the way it is, nothing's big, nothing's small, nothing's, you know, nothing's nothing's huge, nothing's good, nothing's bad. It is where you make it. And everything is just is. It's just a circumstance. And you just have to interpret it in a way that can work for you. I promise you, there was a this a lesson that I learned from Bob Proctor years ago. And he said there's a silver lining to every cloud. And there's there's always, always, there's two sides to every coin. If a situation looks really, really, really bad, then because of the universal laws, you have to, there has to be an equal opposite positive side to it as well. But the problem is far too often when something goes bad according to what we think is bad, we spend all this time focusing on the bad part that we fail to recognize the goodness inside of it. And goodness is always present. We just fail to see it. And this is where this this law of um, relativity comes in. If you see everything as is, it's neither big, neither small, no, no bad, no good. It is. And this will stop you becoming complacent when things are according to you are going in your favor. And at the same time, stop you becoming, you know, um, despondent when things don't appear to be going in your favor. Right. So understanding law is, is imperative for you to be able to go through your life. This is such an important law for for entrepreneurs because as an entrepreneur, your life is going to be full of turmoil. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have the highs are going to be really high. The lows are going to be really low. That's the that's like unfortunately the journey that you get on as, as an entrepreneur. You have no option about it. 
So if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, that's a different story. But if you wish to be an entrepreneur, you're going to be on this turbulent journey and you're going to have these ups and downs. And this is why this law of relativity can be really, really beneficial to keeping you stable and grounded, not only when things go bad, but also when things go good, because you won't you know, become complacent and won't do things out of character. OK, brilliant. That's law number two. Law number three. This is my favorite one, the law of vibration and attraction. So we all heard about the law of attraction and people go on about it again and again and again. And so I'll just briefly touch upon what is the law of attraction. The point, there's three principles to law of attraction. Principle number one, everything vibrates and nothing rests. Everything is always in a state of vibration. Nothing is stationary, absolutely nothing. Well, this means that if everything vibrates, then that includes money, okay? Money has a vibration too. And, and principle number three is, if that's the case, then if you are aligning yourself in, in harmony with the vibration of money, then money has no choice but come to you. That's, those are the three principles of law of attraction, right? So then the question is, how do we come into alignment with, with, uh, with money? And the way to do that is to understand what causes your vibration. How do you, you know, how do you know what vibration you are? Well, your conscious awareness of your um your you know your, your conscious awareness of your vibration is a feeling. So Basically, they say the other way around, your feelings determine your vibration. Make sense? Okay. So your conscious awareness of your vibration is the feeling you're at. Or say the other way, your feelings determine the vibration that you're going to be at. So if you are hopeful, you're vibrating at, at a particular frequency. If you are despondent and in, in state of despair, you're going to be at a different frequency. If you're in love or you feel love and joy and happy for, happiness for the world, you're going to be a different in frequency. That's how it is, okay? So your thoughts control your 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 vibrations and your, and your uh, paradigms because your thoughts determine your feelings. So if you are feeling if you keep thinking oh i you know i'm amazing and the world loves me and people love me you keep having those those thoughts that will become your paradigm and that will determine your vibration because you'll be constantly thinking everyone loves me the world's wonderful everyone's just amazing now reverse that keep it the other way around if somebody goes around thinking everyone's out to get them nobody likes me everyone hates me everyone thinks everyone's a cheat everyone etc etc those are your thoughts and that's going to become your paradigm and then that is going to determine your vibration right so your vibration um, is determined by your thoughts which is you know which determines your feelings okay and this in turn determines what you attract now that remember the three principles i told you about law of attraction the third principle is that whatever you're in vibration vibrational harmony with that's what you're going to attract so if you are in vibrational harmony with love and abundance and prosperity and all of that you're going to attract love and abundance and prosperity on the other hand if you are on the on the vibrational match with despair despondency you know frustration and anger then that's what you will attract it's very basic it's very simple but people fail to understand it and then they say well law of attraction doesn't work it's working all the time it never stops working you don't understand it that doesn't stop it from working yeah that's vibration number three Oh, sorry, that's law number three. Okay, law number three. Law number four, the law of polarity. And this is an interesting one to understand. And I was first introduced to this by, again, by Bob Proctor. For, for those who don't know, Bob Proctor was my first mentor. I never actually did a one-to-one -one coaching with him, but I did so many of his early programs that, I, you know, he became my mentor through that. 
So law of polarity is, is, is another amazing one. And this is where the idea is that everything, again, this coincides with the law of relativity, okay? Nothing's big, nothing's true, everything is. But law of polarity is something similar because it says there is no such thing as good or bad, okay? Everything has an equal and opposite, equal and, equal and uh, opposite, right? Everything that goes up must have a down, okay? Everything that's good must have a you know counteract, okay? Um, and if you are something, if you are in a bad situation or you think you're in a bad situation, there has to be goodness in that, right? There has to be. The, the law of polarity dictates that. So this goes back to the point where I made earlier when I was talking about law of relativity. If there is the you know, the, the, the old, old um, cliche, it's self-aligning to every crowd, it's not just self-aligning. It's, it's the amount of goodness in a particular situation is equal to the evilness that you perceive it to be. And vice versa, the amount of evil or, or evilness in a situation is equal to the goodness you think is in a situation as well. So, you know, that's that, that's something that you miss. At times you want something to happen because you think it's going to be amazing. You don't realize the repercussions, what else could happen or wrong things can happen if that if that incident takes place. For example, you want to you marry a particular person and you think, oh, my God, my life will be absolutely wonderful if I marry him and this or marry her. And you, this will be wonderful. And you don't realize that marrying that person would also cause certain amount of heartache or that could have betrayal or something else that could go down the line, right? Everything everything has an opposite. So if you constantly look for, this is where I always say, the re, the way to use this law and the way I've used it over the last few years, since I became aware of it was, I always think if, if a situation is really, really bad, then there has to be goodness in it. God would not let it happen if there was no goodness in it, right? So every situation, good or bad, has equal and opposite. So if something's really good, be careful because it could, you know, there there has to be some some elements which could be bad. At the same time, if situation's really bad, look for the good in it, and that also means that you're constantly looking for the good in people, in situations, and ideas. You are never allowing yourself to go into energy of despair and spiral downwards. You're always looking to see how can you improve? How can you do this? How can you how can you build on, on this, right? You are constantly looking for people, uh, for good in people and situations. And you're constantly trying to see how can you make things better, right? So, you know, example of this is I, I, I've learned this when I was younger through my mom, actually, because my mom was very big on compliments. She told me, and I, I practiced this without realizing I was doing this, and I, I realized, later realized that I was actually putting into practice the law of polarity, which is, you know, that whenever you meet someone and instead of looking for the bad in them, because I'm not, I don't, I, I give everyone benefit of the doubt and I give everyone an element of trust until they betray that trust. So I'm, I'm constantly looking for the good in people. And I love complimenting people. Like, you know, I'll compliment someone on the street or if I compliment someone on the road, if they have a good handbag or if they have a good energy or if they do something nice or if they got nice something, I will look for goodness and compliment them. And in my professional life, I, in my people around me, I'm constantly complimenting. But here's the, here's the key. I'm giving genuine compliments. I'm not buttering them up for no reason. I look for genuine compliments and I appreciate people. I'll say thank you all the time. I'll say thank you for the work that people do. It doesn't matter if you're the cleaner or if you are uh, my manager or you are uh, a CEO for another company. I will genuinely show my appreciation by saying thank you to you and, you know, make sure that people around me know that their person's appreciated for the work they've done. It doesn't matter if they their job. So what? Right? I don't care if it's your job and you get paid to do it. 
my thing is you've done that job well and I appreciate you for it. So I'll go out of my way to say thank you and show my appreciation. And that's how I use a lot of polarity. If you, if you keep giving good out, if you keep giving good out to people, you're giving, you're, you're giving this high vibration. And yes, things can be equal and obviously bad. So if situation's difficult, situation's bad, look for the goodness in it and then compliment people around you and see how that can benefit you. So basically the, the, the point behind the law of polarity is there's equal goodness in something that you perceive as evil. And if you use this uh, tool the way I use it, which is to try and find the goodness in everything and in people, even those people that you don't really think are that good, find something good in them and hold on to that and allow your vibration to just carry on spiraling upwards and not let, let situations or people or circumstances to damper your 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 feelings and bring you down because you end up spiraling downwards and that happens at a faster speed than going up. Remember, coming down is always faster than going up. Okay, so be careful with your vibration and make sure that you're always vibrating at a higher frequency so that you can attract more abundance and good people to you. And if you force yourself to look at things in in a, in a good light, things will have to come to you which are good. I guess simple as that. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. All right, law of clarity is done. The next one is law of rhythm. Now, law of rhythm is, is a beautiful law. It's where you need to understand there's an ebb of flow of money, right? I keep telling people when I when I talk about money, I always say there's an ebb and flow of money. You need to understand the tide goes in, the tide goes up, right? There's a law of rhythm. Things have to happen in a certain way. If you are in a point of um, always getting, 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 you have to give. And if you are giving, 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 you have to receive. Otherwise, you have a burnout, right? So this is where this works. When you, you know, you have to understand that at times, things are not going to go in your favor. You are going to have down moments. You are going to be in a situation where the tides goes out. Everything's working against you. That's when you have to persevere harder, but hold on to faith too. Let me repeat that. When things go south and they look like everything's falling apart, this is the moment you hold on to your faith with the expectation that there's a law of rhythm operation here. If things are getting bad, they have to improve. And this also law of rhythm will stop you being complacent and overly uh, you know, uh, happy you at times, right? And just basically, I think happy is good, but you know, overly complacent at times when things are going well because things can go wrong and they will go wrong. That's a law of the average. You see, things will have to happen. You have to have ups and downs. That's part of life, right? But if you if you become mentally prepared for it and not allow it to damper your spirits, not allow it to damper your optimism, not allow it to damper who you are and allow you to continuously move forward, it doesn't matter what the situation is. As long as you take it on, understand where you are and know how to work from it, you carry on moving forward. That's what you need to do, right? You can't let things stop you. And if things are not working in your favor, know the tide will turn and things will start working in your favor. You just have to give it some time. So the law of rhythm operates in your favor and against you too. If things are going your way now, there will come a time when things will not go in your way. 
And if things are not working in your favor at the moment, then be patient because things will have to turn. That's the law of, of universe, law of rhythm. Things have to change and things will come in your favor again. Okay, so this is very important. And you have to keep your feet very firmly grounded in both good and bad times. So someone like me, I it's not that I don't get upset or I am made of really thick skin and people don't hurt me when things go bad or when they do bad things to me. I promise you, I am, even though I have, I think I have great business acumen and I have great, great skills and so forth, because I am trusting and I give people benefit doubt, my trust gets taken advantage of more often than I would like to believe. But it doesn't mean that I stop trusting people. It means that I become cautious of those ones who've shown me that they can't be trusted and and take the necessary actions. But I can't stop trusting people. I can't stop being me. And I can't stop believing that people are good. And I also know that if I have a difficult situation at hand, if things are a bit tricky at the moment, well, then things will have to improve. Things should improve and things will improve. There's no reason why they will not improve. And that's what I have to believe. Everything works in our favor. Everything works in our favor. We may not see it at the time, but we have to believe that it's working in our favor. And this is what the law of rhythm teaches us, that if things are down, be patient because things will turn around and come back up. Okay? Brilliant. Okay. The next one is another brilliant one. And this is what, again, Bob Proctor used to talk about quite a bit, which is the law of cause and effect. Now, I believe this with every atom of my, my being. And I think a lot of people, a lot of you will know this through the law of karma. What you send out is what you get back. There's no doubt about it. And I also believe that with, with this particular law, the longer it takes to come back, good or bad, doesn't matter what it is, the longer it takes to come back, the bigger the impact it will have. So let me explain that to you. If you imagine a boomerang, you send a boomerang out. That's the law, the law of cause and effect. If you do something, you've sent something out to the universe. It's like sending a boomerang out. The quicker it comes back to you, good or bad, you know, it could be a good thing you did or a bad thing you did, the smaller the impact. The longer the boomerang takes to come back at you, the greater the force and velocity it'll hit you with and the, the greater the impact. So if you've done something bad and it takes a long time for that thing to come back to you, it's going to have that much of an impact. Same principles apply. If you've done something good and it takes that much longer for it to come back to you, then be prepared because that's it's going to have a greater impact too. For example, you know, if you plant um, acorns, you get a, if you plant an acorn, you get an oak tree, right? You cannot possibly get corn if you plant mangoes. You just can't, right? Whatever you plant is what you're going to, whatever, you know, whatever you plant is what you're going to, you know, you're going to, you know, going to get at the end. We have this saying that if you are sowing seeds of, of corn, you cannot get, uh, you cannot be making, you know, you know, asking to harvest wheat, right? It doesn't work in that different, in, in those different scenarios, right? But people forget that in the day-to-day living. And I promise you, this is one thing that people forget all the time they think they can cheat they can manipulate they can cut corners they can cut you know they can fraud things and it won't come to bite their you know bite them it does you cannot cheat the universe 
You just can't. You might be able to manipulate um, man-made laws. You might be able to go through some loopholes in tax evasions. You might be able to cheat some people or someone like me who's very trusting. You might be able to cheat someone like her. Um, in business, in um, profession, I'm talking in profession terms at the moment. Um, it's possible you can, you know, you can do those things. And yes, the people may not even realize it, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not saying those people would come back and take revenge or, or seek and seek revenge. Someone like me won't even bother. I would just say, I'll let you be, let your karma deal with it. But I promise you, your karma will deal with you and will deal with you very harshly. And it can work in your positive way too. If you do good, if you're doing good all the time, if you say good things to everyone, if you are behaving in a good way, if you're behaving in an ethical way, it doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter what people say about you. You have to know that you are doing your utmost level and being good. If you're being good, then good has to come to you. We have all these you know, silly cliche, good people and the last. I don't believe that at all. I think good people always come out on top. It does take longer. So from the from the external point of view, it may look like that, you know, someone who who cuts corners and is you know is manipulative and is cheating, whatever, is excelling in life. In the long term, they fall flat on the face because karma will eventually catch up with them. Whereas someone who's good will will may may seem to be making slow progress, but they will make good progress and they will succeed. Simple as that. Okay, so that's my point about it. And uh, that's a lot, the law of, of cause and effect. And I hope you understand you cannot get something different to what you put out into the world. And if you focus on putting out love, respect and goodness in the world, that's what you will get back. And the way this works with abundance is if you believe that, the, you know, if you're in a business situation, you need to create a win-win situation. And even if you get cheated on, so. Please remember this. I would never, I will never teach you something that I don't practice in my own life. Even if someone, so I'm not saying if you someone does something wrong in business transactions, you don't. There aren't repercussions. There's always repercussions. So you deal with them accordingly through the law, through your lawyers, etc. But don't hold any ill grudges in your heart for them. Forgive them. Let them be. They're gonna have to deal with their own karma. They're gonna have to deal with themselves anyway. Why do you need to send them ill feelings as well? Let them deal with it. I'm not saying not to do it legally and you know do all the right things you need to do to protect yourself and your business, but don't have grudges in your hearts. It's not worth it. Just have positive feelings, cut cords with them, and let them be, and you let you and you be, and you just prosper and just give love and blessings out into the world, and let them let their karma deal with it, whilst you prosper because you are sending out good karma. Okay, law of cause and effect. Okay, brilliant. So now. And then the next law we're going to do is a final one, which is the law of gender. Now, this was a bit weird one when I first learned about it from Bob Proctor, but it's because come to you know it's 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 made a lot of sense to me over the years. And, and and the basic principle behind this is there's a gestation period for everything. So yes, we've understood the law of cause and effect. So if you you have to plant seeds and you have to plant the right seeds, but we get impatient and we're like, why isn't this happening? Whatever. The law of gender tells us that there's a gestation period. So if you plant something, if you are trying to manifest something, be it partner, be it health, be it money, be it business, be it the house, whatever you want to manifest, from the point you get the idea, the point that you decide that that's the thing I want, and you start manifesting it, you know, through various manifestation techniques, and I use energy healings and energy clearings to manifest, but, you know, through visualization or whatever technique that you're using, when you start using those techniques and start manifesting this particular thing, for example, a house, 
there's going to be a set period, which is the gestation period between you putting the planting the seed of that desire to you attaining it in the physical 3D world. And the reason for that is whatever you desire you have, it's already in the physical, in the spiritual world. There's a time period that takes from it to go from the spiritual world into your physical 3D world. Now, how long it takes for that transmutation to happen? I remember the, the first law of the universe, which is the law of, of transmutation. How long that takes is dependent on various factors. And some of them are, with, are out of your control. This could be, you know, timing, the divine right timing. This could be something to do with understanding. It could be something to do with the law, lands, uh, laws of man. It could be a various factors. It could be to, God has to get X, Y, Z in place. And in order for that to happen, it's going to take three, month, three months time or four months time or a few years time. And sometimes it's, for example, if you're trying to manifest your ideal partner, it's because you have to develop into this partner and a person. And this other person has to change and develop into this person too, that eventually when you two meet, you are the ideal people. Whereas right now you may not be his ideal person because you will not be what he needs and he may not be what you need. So there's a time delay that's essential for you to become the people that you need to be in order for you to be a perfect match. So this is one example. This works for everything. You know, everything, the law of transmutation says things are always moving from the spiritual into the physical. How long it takes for that to happen, especially when you're actively manifesting, when you want to manifest your desires and you become impatient with it, that's when things go wrong. So every time you become, oh, well, you know, why isn't this happening? It never happens. It's, it's, it's taking so long. When you behave in that manner, when you start becoming impatient, that is when you cause things to delay for yourself. Now, I always say this, and I think Steve Harvey said it best. When you manifest, you're manifesting from the house of faith. But in order for you to receive that manifestation, you have to remain house of faith. It's like you making a place in order with Amazon and doing it from that street of faith. And then by the time the Amazon order arrives, you've moved into the street of doubt. Now, Amazon, poor Amazon delivery person cannot deliver in, in the street of doubt because they have no, they don't have that address. They're, they've been given the address for street of faith. Same principles apply. You have to be in the house of faith in order to receive your manifestation and know that there is a there is going to be a gestation period it could be a day it could be a week it could be a month it could be a year it could be 10 years you don't know how long it is that is determined by god and you have to remain loyal and faithful to that manifestation that's going to happen and as soon as you ask for it it's happening it's it's like as soon as you ask for it as soon as you manifest it it's it's like you bringing up the the universal warehouse and saying, um, "Universe, can I have this, please?" And the universe goes, oh, "Okay," and it sends us minions out. Minions go out, you know, make make this make this Bentley for gold, and and I, and because I haven't received it a year or two year later, I say, "Well, th this isn't happening. It can't happen." And it, that's equivalent to you picking up the phone call and a phone and saying to universe, "Universe, cancel the order. I don't want it anymore." Right? That's equivalent to it. When you make doubts, when you have doubts about whether you're doing it is right and whether it's going to happen or if it's going to happen. Those doubts create the delays. They elongate the delays. And this is where I think this law is the best one to teach you about faith. You need to have faith when things do not look like they're happening. Or at the beginning, in the middle, especially in the middle. And towards the end, when you start seeing something becomes, or you can see it happening and about to come to come to light, that's, it doesn't require as much faith. Faith is required initially for you to start the manifestation and especially in the middle where you can't see anything and know that the law of gender 
is telling you there's a gestation period and it has it will come into light it will come and take into physical form it just needs time and you have to be patient your goals will manifest when the time is right know that they will but know that the timing is not within your control it's within divine right timing not your right timing okay so I hope you enjoyed these seven laws of the universe. They were brief outlines of the seven. I think each one of them is important enough that it deserves a podcast episode on its own. So I might just delve into each of these on its own. If you do want me to do an individual podcast on each of these, pod, uh, um, the universal laws, then drop me a line either if you're watching on, on YouTube, then drop a message below. Or if you're watching, if you're listening to us on the podcast or any of the platforms of the podcast, then drop us a, a, a comment and uh, let me know. Anyway, I will see you next time and I will speak to you next time. Until the next time, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.